The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Tonight, we have someone with the courage and the charisma to open your minds in ways you've never thought you could. You will unlearn so much, I hope. And tonight's discussion changes your world in a way that brings much accountability and thriving in your space in this new world. We are under military operations from the 50s, 60s, and 70s that has been orchestrated to study wavelength technology to manipulate the mind. This is a military war against the people, a very silent war. They've figured out a way to go to war without putting troops on the ground or firing a single bullet. That's what this is about. It's also about control and the chemistry of what we put into our bodies and the food and the intake that we are taking. This is all controlled scientifically. There are only a very few people that are trying to force their bad and wicked agenda upon us, upon we, the people. Who are they and what needs to happen now? Let's find out. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Tonight's special guest is Russell-J Gold. And instead of me reading a bio, I'm going to let him discuss his story and why he's here today from somewhere in America. I would like to introduce for the first time on Veritas, Russell-J Gold. Hello, Russell, and welcome. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for having me on your show. It's wonderful to reach out to your audience and to share some of the things that I've witnessed on my journey and some of the things that uh, uh, we're seeing out here to improve the quality of people's world and the energy that's being moved to and fro. And by the way, let me just also thank one of your listeners, Debbie. Debbie, who recommended highly so that I could make contact with you, and she is responsible for brokering this interview tonight. Russell, I usually read a bio before the interview begins, but you have such a unique background and journey. It would be more appropriate, I think, if you tell us your story first. Sure, sure. Well, I started off on my journey uh, learning grammar at a very young age in elementary school and uh, became very fascinated with sentence diagramming. And how, what made an adjective an adjective, what made a pronoun a pronoun, a verb a verb, and a, a noun a noun. And as uh, my journey moved through life, I ran into a, a gentleman in 1995 by the name of David Hypenwinkle and Miller. And he became a, uh, 
a person in my life that I brought value into his world dealing with the quantum mathematics and he brought uh, prepositional phrases to me. And so we formulated a partnership that, that ran for 22 years. And you know how partnerships go, kind of like a marriage. It gets a little rough and tumbly at times and uh, has a lot of, um, lot of differences because of the different agendas that people have running in the background. And people make choices, and those choices, you know, create consequences. And uh, it was a a rough journey, but uh, I made choices to kind of go a different route than David uh, based upon uh, my own studies and and testing the energy of of some of the business transaction and some of the people that he was doing business with. And, you know, I made a firm stance uh, not to enter into business into those arenas that he did. And uh, because of that, I'm probably walking around safe because I made those choices. And uh, they were very humbling choices because it, uh, it created such a, a difference between good and bad, you know, because we all once you have closure on the facts, the facts can be looked at and the facts won't change. But the volition around the facts changes based upon the conditions or the terms that we are being presented And you are very right. There's just a huge war being bombarded upon the people of the world through the chemistry of the food to the manipulation of the of the of the frequencies out here that they're playing games with, with our cell phones our computers, uh, all the games that they're that they're perpetrating upon us to stop our free our free caring for our mankind, our love towards our mankind. And I'd like to picture a world a little bit different. What if we lived in a paradigm where, as we were brought here by those that that were make creating love or whatever you want to call it, um, what if all that energy was based upon positivity? So that consciously, when people were loving each other and engaged in in sexual um, positions, I guess you would call it, to to bring you here through their through their intercourse. What if it was done based upon love, caringness, tenderness, where instead of there was as a man and a woman loved each other, they would hold each other. They would care for each other even after they've made love. They would they would take the time to to really care for one's needs simultaneously. All the food that they were intaking was that of high value nutrition that your, our bodies could digest because we were not being implemented by chemistry of the outside world to, um, to have nutritional value to our foods. And then, of course, as that love and as that nurturing energy moved through their bodies and we were in the womb, being in the waters, being docked here and brought forth, the contract that we and first were given to come here was one that the family, the mother and the father who cared about you were in control of and not the state. That would have changed the dynamics of how we are as people out here, right? The energy flow of all this hatred would be gone because there would be so much love and caring about that that person, that would, that spirit that got to get in that vessel and, and come to this wonderful place that we call Earth. And so taking a look at that and taking a look at the dynamics of the grammar on contract that they've forced upon us as we've been docked here, as their spirits entered these vessels, these bodies, 
we then can evaluate the accountability based upon performing in a positive way and then continue caring for the, the, the as we brought another vessel here and where we brought another spirit down through that vessel. And so these are the things that I really that that were on my mind as I created this, looked into this this paradigm of the shipping war that they've they forced upon us as we've come here onto Earth. And so I took a look at the at the dynamics of the birth certificate, how it was formulated, and and who was the authorizing sources of this. And it took me back to the post office in the, of each country and the central post office location in Bern, Switzerland, called the Universal Postal Union, as a controlling hub. And then I looked at the shareholders who were participating and benefiting from the Universal Postal Union, and I saw a picture there that I just didn't feel what didn't feel right in my spirit if I was to be that of a caring person and that who loved my fellow mankind and loved myself, of course. And so it took me into into spaces around the planet, and uh, I figured out how the the post office was authorizing all these wars around the world. And and what I mean by that, Mel, is before someone goes into their respective military branch of their country, they go into their country's central post office first and get their postal registration number and then go enlist into the branch of military that they so choose or that they, they test into. And so I was I was learning that this whole this whole apparatus that that we've that we are here on was based upon the shipping war and uh, the ability to create sums and differences and and regulate boundaries or deregulate boundaries and create free ports and all the banking constructs that came into place. And I set up a paradigm that would maneuver the citizens that are are here under salvage and break them out of that paradigm of this negative grammar, this forced manipulation, and make people be accountable for their own performances and their own lives and moving the government out of, out of the autonomy of that love of the family unit that brought them here. And so... As we see things out here in the world now, we're seeing the exact opposite of that which I've built. It's, you're seeing, uh, for instance, in Spain, you're seeing people just pounding through borders here in the former U.S. They're pounding through borders. You know, imagine when you see these young women and children and these kids, they're bringing all this energy that, that they've had built up through their lives because wherever they came from, there might have been strife there. They might have been hurt there. There might have been, you know, it's a banking war. It's a shipping war, long to the short. And so I figured out a way how to short that in a way that the people could then control their own shipping lanes as they maneuvered around planet Earth. And so I became the postmaster hyphen general of our world in 2001. Um, in Bern, Switzerland. And I actually uh, got mailed myself around the world uh, without a passport, without a U.S. passport to Switzerland to have a conversation with the Universal Postal Union leaders on June 18th of 2003 in Bern, Switzerland at the Universal Postal Union. And in that meeting, I had they confessed to me that I had created my own paradigm that was outside the guidelines of all their shipping constructs. So at that point, I was I was setting up the uh, central banking system that actually does away with banking because there's just such an abundance here of everything, right? There's there's not a scarcity, there's an abundance, but what there is is manipulation that stops the abundance that should be going to the people of the world. 
and so it's it, it's been quite a thing to be a witness to and uh so that was kind of an overview a little bit of how i got to the universal postal union and i did it through the the what i brought to the table which was the quantum the now space grammar so that sentences that i wrote to get myself there were written frontwards and backwards through a math interface that uh, my business partner, David Eiffel, Wynn, Colin Miller, had had found in his studies, in his journey. But I brought the quantum now space aspect to it, and that's how we ended up in our partnership uh, well, back in uh, 1999. Uh, during my journey here in the United States, I was blessed and privileged enough to have the courage to stand my ground and not surrender the flag in some very difficult court situations. And the courthouses are foreign vessels in dry dock controlled by the Department of Transportation mail. What that means is before you go into the courtroom or the courthouse, in order to clear into the courthouse, you must show a form of transportation paperwork, which are your ship's papers. Uh, do you comprehend what I'm saying there, Mel? I believe I do. Excellent. Excellent. So what's happening there is you are showing your credentials to go into that vessel. Well, that is through the Department of Transportation that we receive those credentialings or through the State Department and the Department of Transportations in each country, as well as the State Departments in each country, get their authorization from that country's central postal system. So then, thus again, the Department of Transportation gets its authorization to exist as a subcorporation in this from this umbrella corporation called that country's post central postal system, and so they've they've created this guise that these are that these are that these are these are locations to ship, and they've made the people vessels and cargo, and they've given us numbers, and they play all kinds of nefarious little games in the courthouses to make sure that nobody can read and write and everybody's confused and they can navigate from the beginning of your life to the end of the life through, life, through probate courts. They can litigate on this, this shipping certificate that they gave you, which is called their birth certificate. And on that birth certificate, they play many games. They do games such as make your body all capital letters, which we call a nom de guerre which they've made everything shipping under maritime and placed it in admiralty, controlling the – making the judges, the shipping commissioners through the clerk's office because the clerk is actually the judge because she – her gavel leaves marks, which means she puts a file stamp on the vessel paperwork, which then gives it the authenticity for the authorization for the authority of the, of the performance on the contract. Do you comprehend what I'm saying there, Mel? I do. I do. Okay. Okay. So, so long to the short, it's, it's a shipping concept. And so I became a master of those concepts on a global level. And I was able to, to travel and to look at things in a different paradigm because I was creating this, this nexus, this, this network of capacity to allow others to join within the paradigm and then create their own utopias for your own world, but they would have to self-govern and, and be, you know, accountable for their own performances. And so the first person, obviously, you know, the easiest person to fool is yourself. And so I, I always check myself first. And I, I found out uh, as I came up through my judgeships and my credentialing on a global level, I found out a journey of what I didn't know. 
And um, it was a pretty humbling thing. I never blamed anybody for for hurting me or abusing me. I I split, you know, and I figured out how the protocols to go in and out of these vessels were based upon flag etiquette on, under these maritime uh, meritocracies that they had sent up around the world through these different sea lanes, through through things like the international um, port authorities or the International Bureau of Weights and Measures. And everything was about communication. Everything was about administrative timelines. And I became a, a quite the master in that. And uh, it took me down journeys of, of, you know, of court marshalings and, and different things that facilitated all the titles of my, you know, my portfolio, my credentialing. And I know that's a lot for people to comprehend, but the people that are trying to discredit and say that there's no credibility to this, they're the ones that are at the biggest risk of losing things as this system comes forward and the people are take hold of this and become countable for their lives and their own things. That will then maneuver those who have used this shipping concept for docking vessels on and off planet earth because the body is a vessel because it's in motion it has a cargo of thinking and they've made everything a a maritime capital letter probate condition so that nobody has the has the capacity to navigate their things or their their goods because they they made everything bound to contract when you look at the order of operation of words on those contracts, that's called syntax, the, the, the order of which how words get formed to create concepts for comprehension to our fellow mankind or to those who would travel around, you know, from galactic conditions to galactic conditions. And in their travels to those galactic conditions, it is countable for us here on Earth to only give them countable grammar as we communicate between species, be it man or, you know, a, a different race from a, from a different place in the galaxy. Now, let's unpack a lot of this because I know a lot of our listeners are thinking, first of all, Mel, well, why did you call or why did you address the guest as Russell hyphen J colon gold? And from that first message from, from you acknowledging our invitation, I noticed the, the different grammar, that the sentence structure, the punctuation marks, which are different than what we were indoctrinated to learn in, in school. Do you think we should begin with this sentence diagramming, or as you call it, quantum language, or should we discuss that later? No, the quantum grammar is the most valid position because it's, it's who we say we are. Nobody can tell you who you are, and nobody can tell you what you're thinking, technically, right? Maybe it's someone from another species can, but technically here on Earth, they're not supposed to be able to do that. We're spo that's supposed to be our sovereignty of thought, our thought sovereignty of choice. As we arrange that and put that on paperwork, the quantum puts the, the linguistical arrangement of syntax in a now-space performance. So it reads the same way frontwards and backwards, and it does not translate in future tense connotations or past tense connotations. What that means, Mel, is in the constructs of the quantum grammar itself, we don't use the future, to adverb, future tense adverb to, right? We don't use past tense, 
10 suffixes ed because that would move the volition of that word into the past we can't be in the past to perform we can only be now to perform once we preposition set the facts in the now we can then look at how the thinking and why the thinking was done thank you for listening to unlock the full two-hour interview including video formats downloads transcripts exclusive articles and more subscribe to veritas plus now gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008 just click subscribe at veritasradio.com because you don't want to believe you want to know subscribe now to listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material proceed to the veritas plus member section or join the veritas plus family by subscribing Click on the subscribe button at VeritasRadio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at VeritasRadio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe. To listen to the rest of the interview, you don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at VeritasRadio.com.